So is there any way that he didn't beat you on Saturday? Um, no, not not technically he didn't speaking. Crash, yeah, beat you in the race. More normalized power. Yeah, he probably drank I'll, more flow than you. I think he knows. <laughs> like, I think he knows that I'm coming next year, though. Carrie knows too. Everybody knows. I'm coming I only know, next year. I only know because you just said something now. So. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, my party people? I wasn't able to make it down for Big Sugar this past weekend, but the rest of the crew was, and it sounded like quite the time. From the Bonk Bros Q&A session at the Expo, to crazy war stories from within the bunch, the Gravel Rave after party, man, last weekend sounded off the hook, and big shout out to our very own Tyler Cloutier, who conducted another full day of live race updates on the Bonk Bros Insta. If you want to see more of Tyler's live commentary next year, be sure to send some postcards to a friend's over at ESPN to get him into the hot seat for all the gravel race coverage they'll be doing next year. Okay, okay, maybe Espen is a little bit of a reach, but hey, gotta dream big, am I right? In all seriousness, the action from this past weekend did spark some ideas in our heads for how we can bring the podcast on the road more often. So if you want to see your favorite podcasters at an event near you, have your people hit up our people and we'll see what we can make happen. Anywho, we've got Carrie Warner back with us this week and we even get a special appearance from fan favorite mystery host Scott McGill. So tune in for some fun conversations. Unfortunately, Dylan wasn't able to make the recording this week as he came down with a bug after the gravel rave last weekend. But hey, we want to wish him a speedy recovery so he can hopefully be back behind the mic in no time. If you have any questions or feedback for the show, you can drop us a note at bonkbrospodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and hit us up there. We actually just started to implement some form of organization to how we're going to be compiling all the listener questions from y'all so they don't get lost in the ether. No guarantees on how timely we'll be with answering them all, but hey, we'll do our best. All right, let's get this party started. So Dizzle, how's it feel to put so much pressure on Dylan last weekend that now he's so sick he can't even come on the pod? I was recording this. <laughs> I didn't see <laughs> I didn't see the countdown, sorry. Yeah, the pressure is just unsurmountable. He knows he knows. I think he knows that if I hadn't crashed, it was a it was he was a goner. I mean I was ahead of him when I crashed, so can't we just therefore say I won? <laughs> did uh did you crash <clears throat> solo or did you did you get caught in a crash? No, it was it was it was hundred percent my fault. Um Okay. <laughs> It's like, I hate saying like, oh yeah, I crashed. If this, if I hadn't crashed, this hadn't happened. But like crashing is absolutely a part of bike racing. And yep. I take a hundred percent responsibility for, for the crash that I was in. I crashed. I dropped my chain. I don't take full responsibility for that. <laughs> I dropped my Didn't chain like a mile. A mile. I do work on my bike. <laughs> I do need to put a chain guard. I literally would have. I was going to put a chain guard on, but then I don't know the, the, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. Never mind. I'm trying, I'm going to put a chain guard on my bike this week. Um, pretty smart. Anyways, chain drops off. We like come bombing around this turn, like a mile into the dirt. So everybody's like full tilt, cyclocross, whole shot mode still, at least I am. And we come around this turn and there's a Jeep right in the middle of the road the lead, not the lead moto, it was like the lead communication moto or something. Somebody on my YouTube channel told me what happened. But the moto had to dodge to miss the car. So then the moto actually went off the road and came back on the road. Mm. 
so then the, the moto is in the me- middle of the peloton and they're stuck because now there's riders in front of them. So they're literally like in the peloton somehow in the middle of all that, my chain came off and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I was probably sitting like 15th or something like right where I wanted to be. Uh, if it weren't for that, I would have stayed top 15 all day for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, so I had to stop, put my chain on, um, chase back up. It took me like five minutes to catch back up. Uh, cause there were already like splits <clears throat> happening off the back of the race. And then as soon as I got there, I'm like, well, I want to get back to the front because I don't want to get stuck on the back end of a split in the group or something. Uh, I had already just committed to racing at the front of the race. So I just wanted to get back up there. So I'm passing people and passing people through the turns and stuff. And I didn't feel um, stressed or that I was taking risks at all. I was just passing people whenever I felt comfortable. Um, and the crash that I, the Wait, turn so that at this I point though, like when, when you're <clears throat> like, when you're, when you're talking about chasing back on, what is the, like, are there already splits? Like, are you having to like leapfrog from group to group or are you just trying to work through the massive group like, that was still like formed? There were a couple little groups off the back, like groups of twos and threes that I went through. Um, okay. But at this point I'm in the main group. Like, I I had already passed Dylan and a couple other riders that I was familiar with at, you know, like just working my way through the group. Okay. So I just didn't want to be at the back of the Peloton. I wanted to be at the front of it. Maybe Dylan's cool with chilling at the back, but I'm not. So (laughs) I I passed him. Um, Dylan, Dylan was other than like one photo I saw, Dylan was pretty much at the back. Yeah. Of the Uh, time. And I didn't want to. Of of the front group. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to be in the front of the front group. So. Um, I didn't like, take credit for that because uh, Dizzle and I had a quick coaching session uh, the night before, and I told him that you know it's probably worth spending the match to get up to the front. So, uh huh, yeah, I didn't tell you yeah. to crash, but I at least told you to yeah. be towards the front. Yeah, I mean, how how else are you gonna <laughs> fly those ignition colors on the uh, on the camera? Exactly. Yeah, um, and the turn I that I crashed time. in, I wasn't even passing anybody. I was just in line with the group and. Like literally it's it was like the slowest like my front wheel just slowly drifted out from under me and I like I got it on video luckily my GoPro was on um so yeah Were you going know. fast it didn't like, seem like down going, I was going just as fast as all the people in front of me I just have just had my weight wrong <clears> I guess I literally yeah I don't know um you know was how there's like two lanes. I mean, you, you know, know like you'll, you'll there's two. Eventually. It yeah. takes a while, but you know, right. bike handling. You know how there's like two tire tracks, and then there's loose gravel in the middle. I think mm-hmm. I just like hit that loose gravel in between the tire tracks. Did weird, mm-hmm. and and then my front wheel just washed. But no one crashed out with you. No, uh, I mean, I'm 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 sure I'm sure some people like I think Dylan said he had to like check up because I think he was right on my wheel. Um, mm. And so it's like literally right after I passed Dylan, I crashed in like the next turn. <laughs> I will say that section, that part of the trail where you layer the not the trail, the road where you crash that particular gravel road is like you come pretty fast into that into yeah. that section and you can carry a ton of speed. But uh-huh. if there's a lot of chunky gravel out seemingly yeah. right now. So it probably was uh less than ideal conditions. So I'll give so this you a is what t- pass. But this is what totally screwed me. It wasn't the crash. Like I crashed, but I could have got back up and kept going like immediately. Like there's nothing wrong with me or my bike. 
except for the fact that my back wheel would not spin. I'm like sitting there yanking on the tire, like trying to get it to spin. I was like, what is there? Like, I was like clueless because I spun the, I spun the crank backwards and the cassette was fine and the wheel wasn't crooked and there wasn't anything in my brakes. And I'm like, what the heck? So now I'm reaching in my pocket because I'm like, maybe I just need to take the wheel out and put it back in. Like maybe there's just something in there. I don't know. And then when I go to do something, I looked up and there's rocks jammed into my shifter from when I had crashed. Rocks had just jammed into my shifter and they were holding my brakes shut. That was literally what was wrong with my bike. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like literally would have taken me five seconds to like, all I had to do was flick those rocks out of my brake. That was it. And then I was off and running. And I'm like, I bet I stood there for three minutes, like scratching my head, like what's wrong with my bike? Um... So that's really frustrating in hindsight. Like if I had seen those rocks, like I would have been, I would have, you know, chased right back into the group. But it was frustrating. I, uh, you have like one second of doubt when something like that happens of like, do I even keep going? But I went all the way there and I figured like if I was going to be by myself all day, I could probably get through it unscathed without any flats and stuff if I'm riding by myself. So I did that. My number one goal was to not flat and to catch as many people as I could. Um, and that's basically what I did. Yeah. No flats. The challenge getaway XP 45s, zero flats. And dude, I dinged, I dinged my rim a couple times, like all the way to the rim. <laughs> and I was like, it was like one of the, like a couple times where I'm like, I was surprised it didn't go flat immediately, much less like a wow. puncture. And it wasn't what kind of pressure like not even not, not even sealant was spraying out. Um, it was low. I think I ended up like right around 24, 25. Okay. I mean, that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, yeah. Dude, I'm uh, trying all to pull all the, the, uh, the old results sheet on the Big Sugar site. And yeah, I ended up 24th. There it ended is. Ended up catching back up. Which is like I'm happy with that. Dylan was 18th without any mishaps. I was 24th with a drop chain and a crash. Like there's, or we've already talked about it a lot. Me and Dylan have already gone back and forth about how about how what, the reasons why I think I could have still beaten him and the reasons he thinks that. And I don't think he's ever said thus far. I'm quoting Dylan here, or I'm I'm saying I'm I'm about to tell you what I think he hasn't said. I don't think he's said that. He hasn't told me that he thinks he still would have beaten me. Yeah, I don't think he's ever said that. Does that make sense? Like, he has told me when we've talked about it, he has just said he doesn't think I could have hung with the front group to the finish. But he's never said, yeah, I think I still would have beaten you. But I guess maybe that's Dylan's. I think he knew that I was going to beat him is what I'm saying. So, yeah, so you're saying <laughs> not even here he, to defend himself. <laughs> yeah, he's not here. So I'm going to take full. Oh, Whoa. God. <laughs> no. Oh, no. My ears were burning. <laughs> you had to come. Do you on just have a link? Record straight. Does Carrie just have a link to the call in that he could just call in whenever he wants? Dial. He's got us on speed dial. No, but yeah, you should do that. That way, I can just pop in and out, and I, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All you have to do is save this link. It's the same link. Cool. Well, don't I'll tell save him. Don't, yeah, you don't tell. <laughs> Not well, all he'd have to. He'd have pod. to. Know, he'd have to know when we were recording, though. You can set that up so that way, every time it, it opens, it just gets notification. Oh, really? Freaking Bonk Bros recording again. Wow, I didn't know I that. Probably I probably won't. I won't set that up. 
<laughs> yeah. Dude, so talking. have you have you have you checked the stats this morning, Dillman? Uh oh. Why have you surpassed me? I'm. I don't know. I'm just curious. I mean, I haven't posted about it. I did hit 10k, so I was just oh, maybe. I'm well over 10k now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't posted about my vlog, so you know, like those people that normally like get that ping to go check it out via social media, they haven't. I'm just waiting. Yeah, but that come. doesn't actually like. Well, really help. I mean, it's all well, through the browse. I mean, maybe that's for that's how your your stuff works, but yeah, it seems to be working better than yours. <laughs> You're at 10k. <laughs> I also and would I'm, like to point out that you just like you made your like you made your title very clickbaity. Yeah, is that not allowed? No, it's just like I mean, obviously people are like, "Oh, what's <laughs> this about?" and then they watch your video. Like, how many thumbs downs did you get? That's a maybe a better question. Mm, let's see here. I have seven hundred twenty-five thumbs up. Scrabble race. <laughs> <laughs> what was even too sketchy about it? Just because you crashed or what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, Dylan in his race report said it was very sketchy. Payson Payson says every race is sketchy, um, but Dude, he literally, said it was sketchy. Yeah, literally everyone talked about how sketchy it was. Yeah, what are you talking about, Carrie? Everybody said it was sketchy. Not just me, Carrie. Did you think it was sketchy? Well, I thought it was fun though. Like, I mean, what do you want? Just like steamboat? That's pretty lame. I've never done steamboat, but um, I actually haven't either. But yeah, it's, it was it was clickbait, but that's you know it's a strategy. Um, the the highest video I've got, or the two highest videos on my YouTube channel, are the most dangerous crit in the world and the coolest crit in the world. So I'm just going along that theme of sketchiest race in the world, sketchiest gravel race in the world. <laughs> Yeah, that seems to be like. I mean, Dizzle, I, I seems thought to your work. best video was of you like chopping your roof in half. Oh, that was a reel, and it was on Instagram, and I didn't get any money from that. Um, but that has one point six. Why don't you post 6, that on YouTube? I tried. Yeah, it only got five hundred views. What was it? <laughs> it must must be a different algorithm. On Instagram, about a month ago, I I cut a hole in my roof doing a DIY project, mm-hmm. <laughs> converting my attic into an office. And uh, on Instagram, it got 1.6 million views. Whoa. Or are you using a chainsaw? Like why cir- was it? <laughs> Literally just a circular saw. <laughs> why, was it so, why was it so popular? I don't know. I mean, how many people do you know who have cut a giant hole in the top of their roof? Yeah, I haven't cut a giant hole, but I have cut a hole in the roof before. No, it's like literally a 10 by 10 foot square. Like you, uh, yeah, like a giant <laughs> hole out of that, my roof. <laughs> do you have like do you have like more books coming in that you need to make more room for or something? Yeah, but, <laughs> I'm just gonna like, put all these the, books uh, up there. Was the perspective of you like standing in the middle, like and cutting a hole around you, so people were just waiting for the whole roof to collapse in, and you just like flying with coyotes? <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> no, I had a GoPro set up on the inside and on the outside. So you could see me cutting, like cutting it, but then you could also see like the the light coming in from the inside of the attic. How did you know. get the roof out of there? That's what I want to know. Like a ten foot by ten foot hole. That's a that's a lot of material to move. Yeah, I was on the roof, so I picked it up and threw it on the ground off the roof. Yeah, look a how ten strong. Foot by ten foot chunk. Look how it's strong not one big is, chunk. Dude. It's uh, it was sheets of. It was like it's like ten inch, ten inch. Uh, okay, you cut by, like between the studs and. Well, even the roofing material back then, they didn't do just giant sheets of plywood. They did 10-foot runners. 
or sorry, uh, 10 inch runners. It was like, inch runners. yeah. So like I was gotcha. just picking up 10 inch. It was like 10 by one or whatever, 10 by 10. Drew could afford to take a couple inches out of those 10 foot runners. So he didn't really even think about where the, the studs were. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh no. I went from the inside of the, why are we talking about the? Like, why are we talking about my <laughs> roof project? No, I found the, I found the, where the studs were because on the inside, I went from the inside of the attic and drilled holes in the four corners that I was going to cut. And those were lined up with the studs. Dude, this is probably going to be our best episode ever. Now that you're talking about home construction. Yeah, dude. This like that's why your video got so many views. Yeah, because if you look at the the big scale of things, like cycling is like you know right. this big. I know, but DIY home projects. I know. You know. How do I combine the two? Is like I need to get that Menard sponsorship, and really it wouldn't dude. even be a sponsorship. It would just be like them reimbursing me for the thousands of dollars I've already spent <laughs> with them. I've thought about that with Lowe's as well. I think that'd be pretty. Tight. I go to Menards like. I'm going there after I get off this podcast. Like, I go there so much. Do you have the credit card? No. I mean, they do 11% rebate on everything, like, all the time. So, like, it's... 11%? An, 11%. Look, yeah. I got a stack of receipts right there in front of my books. It's probably, like, $600 worth of re- rebate, rebates I need to send Rebates. Out. Rebates. <laughs> I, get them rebates. <laughs> I just got so excited. <laughs> Gotta get my ribbits. So what's up, Dylan? You said Dylan's sick. Is he? Does he have the vid or what? Uh, the sounds vid. like oh the COVID. He, I he did, thinks uh, didn't get didn't, that. didn't we conclude yesterday that it's probably Epstein Bar? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's funny, but it's also not funny. He said no, he I went and got what tested. He really? He, he said he, he probably has mono. Right? Then oh, we really? say that. No, 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 no. With we mono? shouldn't say that. I had suggested that mono looks a lot like strep throat sometimes, so they should have tested him for mono as well. But they, he said he but got he, tested he for strep, strep, the flu, COVID. COVID. He tested negative for all of those. Oh, <laughs> okay. Maybe he's just soft, dude. It's just a cold. I mean, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. Probably just didn't want to talk about how Dizzle would have beat him had Dizzle not crashed. Dude, when we finished, I was like, I was like, I'm going to have to like, I still have to win somehow. Like, obviously, he beat me in the results, but, like, how am I going to win? I was like, what was your normalized power? Like, literally right at the finish. I'm like, what was your normalized power? And he, I said mine was 301. And he looked at his, and his was 302. <laughs> like, literally <laughs> one watt. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so is there any way that he didn't beat you on Saturday? Um, No, not not technically speaking. Yeah. Beat you in the race. More normalized power. Yeah. He probably drank more flow than you. I think he knows, like, (laughs) I think he knows that I'm coming next year, though. Carrie knows, too. Everybody knows. I'm coming next year. I only know because you just said something now, so. (laughs) (laughs) What was your normalized power, Carrie? Uh, Here, I'll check. See, we never got the average power. I want to know what, I want to know what Dylan's average power was. My average power was two seven. Oh shit! I can't tell you because I lost my computer in the crash. You never How found convenient. it. Convenient. No, but I bet it was like at least three oh two. I knew because <laughs> I mean <laughs> I had to yeah, chase back probably. on and then yeah. But here's the here's the kicker. I I'm like I'm lighter than Carrie and Dylan. So my three oh one. You don't know that. You don't know that. Well, I've stood next to you. Yeah, and I'm svelte. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like Lauren Sweet. 
Dude, that Even he's a, that he's a unit. Is thick, dude. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like that. <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> Wait, so Carrie, you crashed. Were, you were caught in that crash with, with Maddie Beers, right? Yeah. Yep. What happened there? Dude, I'll tell you because I know now. Um, Carter Anderson. Uh, he was the guy in like, that was in the cool kit? Yeah. He was, he was cool at BW or Utah. He, Dude can handle his bike. I don't think it was like uh, he's sketchy and he crashed. Like he was – No. Yeah, he's a mountain biker. He's good. Yeah, no, he uh, – you know, we were in the group and we were coming up the right side of the road and there was like a – like an arm, like a forearm-sized kind of like 12-inch tree branch in the ground or on the ground and it was laying like caddy corner and he hit it with his front wheel and then Matt hit it and then I hit Matt. Dude, but Dang. Carter like Carter went down hard. Like, dude, he right went into arms. home base. Yeah. yeah, it looked like he like it looked like yeah. he just took like a cheese grater too. Because that's oh. like I barely touched the ground, and that's what it felt like. Like I had like it looked like somebody took like cheese grater to my arm and my hip. But oh. he did it at like oh. twenty five, just straight to the ground. <laughs> yeah, because I saw that video that Matt posted, and it was pretty pretty gnarly. It, it looked like someone just literally took Carter's bike out from under him, and he just went straight to ground. Yeah, yeah. Like that just footage? Came, like we were just in the group, so I think it just came out of nowhere. It was on the yeah, it was on the from the helicopter. Video. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, that's cool. Helicopter yeah, we were, footage. I was watching that, and I was like, dude, there has to be something. Actually, Lauren pointed out that they're like there had to be some type of stick in the road or something like that because there's no way, just like the way that he fell, like yeah. it's not you know a dizzle crash where he just slides out <laughs> in the middle going straight, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think Carter so, he got second at BWR Utah, so like he's he's legit. Like he's yeah, he yeah. wouldn't just randomly crash. So did he finish? Like was he able to get back up and keep going? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he finished. Pretty sure. That's pretty savage. I was kind of like after the race, I didn't ask him because I felt too bad about it. But like, I saw Matt at the rave afterwards, and like, then I learned he had uh, separated his AC joint, and I was gonna be like, "Hey, dude, uh, you didn't happen to like pick up a pair of glasses and a computer, did you?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet he. I bet he just it's his con- I, it's I, consolation prize. I, I think he just pocketed them. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, dude, Carter came back and beat all you fools. Really? Place. He was seventeenth. Fuck. He beat yeah. That. Yeah. Classic. Dude, Carrie, wow. what's your excuse for sucking on Saturday? <laughs> oh, man, I, honestly, I don't have one. Uh, I got one. I got one. I got one. Standing yeah. around at the venue for two days. I mean, that's mm. got to be a couple percentage points. Oh, yeah, dude, you didn't have any chairs yeah. with you. Yeah, freaking Michael, dude. Yeah, dude. Someone needs to get Keegan and like some of these other guys real jobs that they have to like have obligations at the expo. So I mean, guess, Keegan man. did have to do the Kodiak Cakes ride on Friday morning. Oh man, it's mm. a lot. Probably wasn't worth it. I mean, dude took fourth. He should just drop that sponsor. Yeah, what's what's the deal? Did he just? Uh... Seems like you know if you just show up to Big Sugar, you can get gifted a, a win in the Lifetime Grand Prix because Keegan's got it wrapped up by then. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, what's it? Who's the guy that t- 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 Toborgin? <clears throat> Toby. 
Toby, how, how do you? Oh, say that's it? another. That was another reason why I would have done so well this weekend, is because last weekend at BWR Kansas, the first and second, I got third, and first and second were the same exact first and second place finishers from Big Sugar, and they only beat me by thirty seconds at Kansas the week before. So, like transitive property right there says I probably would have gotten third. You probably would have gotten fifth. More just, if you put seconds, 30, 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, if you just put you But still, if you, if you put me 30 <laughs> seconds behind them, yeah, 10. Still. Yeah, it sucks you just don't know how to handle your bike because that yeah, would have been I like. I need to figure that out. <laughs> right. You, put, you, you do any skills clinics? If you got top 10. I was going to say, I, I got a business. I can, I can help you with that. Yeah, maybe at North Carolina you can give me some tips. Are you coming to Hendersonville? Yeah. Oh, sweet, dude. I can't wait to mop the floor with you. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get beat by, like, some college kids last year? Dude, I won both days. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> dude, Canadian Does national champion was there. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I can't say anything. I, I was there, and you probably didn't even know I was there because that's how bad I sucked last year. Oh, no way. I was about yeah. to say, like, you weren't <laughs> yeah, even there. I, I was even worse. I was even worse. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was bad last year. I didn't even finish day two. Just <laughs> oh, a bump his head. Yeah. Man, yeah. A well, at North Carolina? Carolina? Yeah, what was even yeah. what was even actually it was like, funny. I went I crashed on the one gravel turn that there <laughs> there was I'm head sensing a trend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, you Dude, might need I to would. censor this show or else Lifetime's for sure not gonna let you in the series. <laughs> You're too big of a liability. Oh. I was like, <laughs> wait, I have a video out calling their race sketchy. So hopefully they hopefully they understand the concept of clickbait and realize it's not What a, is a what is a sachet? strap you guys know what that means yeah i don't know what that is either see like indiana jones i don't know scott scott said he's he might come on the show we haven't seen scott in probably four months at least maybe six months it's been a long time dude dylan's in the hospital again yeah hey we probably shouldn't say that you're gonna have to edit that out <laughs> the hospital yeah you're gonna have to edit that part out we shouldn't tell people well, people can't people people can't feel bad for dylan i mean that's how you serious tell him he's in the hospital is he pregnant <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he did dude, I wonder because dude, he dude, he was getting down at the gravel rave. Did Dylan? anybody see? Dude, yeah. Did anybody see Dylan's moves on the dance floor at the gravel rave? <laughs> I saw him standing in the corner dude, a lot. I want to hear about this, dude. He was getting after it. Yeah, I think I, Nina I, grabbed him by the collar and just like threw him out into the dance floor, and he was just like he was doing it. I was I was impressed. Down. Yeah, wow. he was getting down. Did wow. he have? Did he like it. rehearse the Napoleon Dynamite dance? Is that what he was doing, or like <laughs> he was chugging White Claw and just like booty bouncing, like you wouldn't believe? <laughs> All right, now I know you're lying. <laughs> Why? Because he can't booty bounce. <laughs> no, because he wasn't chugging White Claw, dude. He was. That was real. That's the that's the real no part of that story. <laughs> no wonder he's sick. Yeah. No way. He doesn't drink alcohol. Wait, Dizzle, did, did you not did you not go to the rave? No, I was, but we I didn't like I wasn't next to Dylan the whole time. I mean I was next to him like ninety percent of the time, but I missed that part. You weren't like trying to best his yeah, every so move? I, I hate like I don't know, I just get super weirded out about dancing. Like I just feel so awkward when I try to dance. So I avoided the I avoided the dance floor. Oh dude. So I, I know. I I wish I could dance because it seems like a lot of fun, but I'm just, I guess I'm just too self, like too self-conscious. I don't know. Like I get out there and I try to like move my head and my shoulders and I'm like, I'm an idiot. This is so stupid. Like I can't do it. 
I mean, I think you, dude. There's a bunch of cyclists on the dance floor. Like we all just fucking went full, full <laughs> fist for like a hundred miles, and then it was like you know ten at night, and like before the rave even started, I was in bed with Michael and I, not with Michael. Hold on, <laughs> we were we were each in bed in the hotel room, and I was like, dude, maybe we should just stay here. And he, <laughs> It was, but anyway, like, dude, yeah, dude, you would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, you probably would have right. got it on video. Dizzle is instead going <laughs> so, around asking people to so, subscribe to his so YouTube was, channel. Was the gra- was the gravel rave actual rave esque? Yeah, dude, it's hard it was to tell because like the videos, the videos definitely hyped it up, but uh, it's hard to tell. I had fun. I think cool. a lot of people had fun. I mean, I had fun even though I didn't dance. All that matters, right? Exactly. There were people there that I'm like, what are they doing here? Like Tim Johnson was there. I'm like. What's Tim Johnson doing here? Like that was awesome. Yeah, ride. If you would well, have spent time at the a, expo, he was at the expo as well. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on in Bentonville last week. There, there was outer bike and some other bike summit thing. So I think there was a lot of industry folk there. Yeah, for sure. I signed a bunch of deals for next year. Sick. Yeah. Um. So so what uh what is next year? Dude, I don't know. I applaud for a lifetime. I don't know if they're going to have me back. <laughs> I don't know if I made a good Dude, first yeah, impression. I mean, did uh yeah, I I was just looking at some of the final standings. You're There's a lot of names there. that that uh yeah, that didn't didn't quite make the cut that I was kind of surprised on. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is that just cuz like they didn't show up to race or they just had bad results? Like what's you know, um, I, I mean, most people, I think there were only a handful of people that didn't get, that didn't do all five required races hmm. or didn't get five results, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe not even, it looks like a lot of, well, yeah, no, there was a handful. Um, but yeah, I mean like Logan Owen ended up finishing outside or he was, you know, 20th, uh, Tobin 27th, that carry guy 25th. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at the final standings on the the image, like the the JPEG. Mm-hmm. I'm actually yeah. twenty. I'm actually twenty fourth. Tobin's twenty sixth. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? Uh, where's the discrepancy at? Um, well, talking about oh, just, what are you talking about overall? Yeah. Yeah, the overall lifetime. I just put the link in the chat. Mm. Yeah, because I was just looking at the actual results page, but <clears throat> it's so it's so weird to me too because I feel like. I don't know. I feel like Lance has finished inside the top 10 in like a handful of races. Oh yeah, they're missing Logan Owen. He was 20th. For whatever reason, he wasn't he wasn't on here. <laughs> I wonder if it's cuz he didn't do, oh, he didn't um, do the last race. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah, you have to start the last race. So the the JPEG is the official, not the I don't know. I mean, official. it's a JPEG. You can't change a JPEG. It's true. You All know. right. We'll go off that one then. Uh, yeah, so 24th. Nice. So let's see, 15th. Oh, dude, Dylan was 16th? I didn't even see that before. Dude, he, made the, he, missed... he made the left column, dude. <laughs> he made the left the column, but he, uh, he was the, the, he was the first, first one not to get exempt for next year. Oh, that's got to sting a little bit, yeah. Yeah, damn. Dude, what if, Dizzle, what if, what if you get in and Dylan doesn't? That would be amazing. <laughs> on every level that would be amazing <laughs> no that would suck because no he would still do all the races so it would just be the the roles would be reversed 
he's gonna get in, dude. Like, come on. I don't know, man. I don't know. The guy I mean, that really like runs the in, show. They would have, like said top sixteen get in or top. The guy that like runs the show, finish. who like did the speech and everything on the stage. At, uh, is his name Dino? D- uh, Kimo. <laughs> Nico. Kimo. Kino. 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 He. Uh, he, him and his wife were talking to Dylan and they like, dude, they love Dylan. They were like, Oh, are you going to put out a video this week? And like, he, Dylan was nice enough to introduce me to them. He even said, Oh, this is the, uh, this is my business partner, Drew. He didn't even say like, this is my like lame friend, Drew. He actually gave me some cred. And, but they were, they were not interested in me. They wanted to talk to Dylan. So I'm pretty sure he's probably because you called him Dino. <laughs> What was his name again? I already forgot. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Did you shoot They don't listen to this. Come on. <laughs> you applied. They're gonna go look you up. They're gonna go do like. I asked them when I when I met him. They, they do the hard research. Dizzle. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna listen to every bunk bro. They're gonna podcast. Let's say yeah. The, I asked him when I saw him. I when I was shaking his hand, I was like, "So I do, so are you the guy that I slip a twenty to, and you can get me in the series next year?" And he was He's, like, fuck that, dude. At least a Benji. <laughs> That's what my wife said. My wife said, you have to at least give him 100. Uh, and then he said it's out of his ignition. So it's a write-off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what? Is, so if, if, if all the races are the same next year, Dizzle, which race are you most looking forward to? Probably Unbound. Oh, shit. Whoa. Carrie, did you pass Scott. out the link to just some random people here? Who the hell is this? Oh, he's in the what? U.S. That's his room. I was going to say that doesn't look like Europe. All right. <laughs> Scott, are you yeah. muted or something? We can't hear anything you're saying. I could barely hear him. You got to get the mic Can closer. you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you using Scott, a microphone or where you up? Loud and clear. <laughs> Dude, Scott, can you explain what a sachet strap is? I meant to spell ratchet strap. Okay. <laughs> Glad we cleared sense. that up. That was, a, <laughs> that was a huge point of conversation here for a bit. We couldn't figure it out. I All right, so Carrie, it. what were you saying? I was, wondering. Uh, oh, I was just asking. Oh, oh, well, Scott, did you pl- apply for a lifetime? Uh, no. Was I supposed to? I mean, if Damn. you wanted, to, if you wanted to be in the biggest series in the galactic no, universe, today's the last day. Today, okay, dude. You got, Scott, you got remember homework. last year you you applied while we were recording. You should do that again. How we could help you with your answers. Oh yeah, that's a good idea, actually. How long does it take? I yeah. said that last week, and you guys didn't want to help me. Well, how about this? Why don't one of you who apply just send me your answers, and then I'll just copy. <laughs> that's what I said last week too. I said, Dylan, why don't you just apply for me? Dude, that would be hilarious if jokes. two people sent in the exact same application and, and one of them like, got in and, and they the both yeah. no they both accept they got both accepted i think that'd be better <laughs> i was uh, wondering do you think they read if my responses i want to give good responses but dylan said that if they're too long they won't read them and i'm like but they gotta read them like man dylan doesn't know yeah I wanted to give really no, good no. responses, so I. It's it's what's kind of like when you're making like an intro with someone. Oh, we're not supposed to talk about that, Scott. Oh, what do you say? We're Scott not asked why Dylan's in the hospital. We can't say it. Mm. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know I why. Don't know why. Drew, Drew said we can't talk about that. It just seemed that seems pretty personal. We shouldn't talk oh, about. Oh, so Dylan didn't even say this. Dylan doesn't. Dylan's the least personal guy I know. <laughs> uh, Scott, right, I'm whatever. sending you the application right now. Scott, what, what was your favorite race this year? <sighs> if any, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> did Maryland? you even do any? I didn't even see you in any of the Lifetime Grand Prix events. Scott, did you do any? Yeah, did you? <laughs> That people had heard race. <laughs> I raced, yeah. No, my favorite race was definitely Maryland. Because mm. nice. you were at yeah. home. Yeah, I was at home. Nice. That's a good answer. I still stayed at the hotel, but... <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Did you order room service, too? No. No. Why not? Uh, Scott, I dropped the uh, the application in the chat. Good. Gary, what race are you most looking forward to next year? Scott, you should you just get put in. NA for everything. Dude, honestly, I like I liked Big Sugar the most. That was probably my favorite race of the series. I've only ever done Unbound and Big Sugar, and I I think I definitely prefer the like gravel races over the mountain bike races. But I haven't done I haven't, yeah, I haven't raced mountain bikes in a long time. You haven't so. you haven't done any of these mountain bike races though. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, maybe they're like <laughs> even from what I can tell, they're bikes. long cross races. So maybe they're good. I don't know, but I would just call yeah, them long I mean, gravel I definitely races. Wouldn't call Leadville a long cross race. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm looking again. forward to uh, I'm looking forward to Unbound as well. I had a pretty big I had a pretty big crater there, so I'm I'm looking yeah. to not do that again. Yeah. Last time I did it, I pulled out at mile 175. I'm pretty sure I was a mile away from the sofa, and I still was like, "Screw this!" And every person that passed me, I'm like, "You're an idiot. You're an idiot." <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I, was I thought I was, I was like the smartest you. person because I'm like, I'm I'm not going to do this. I was on the side of the road, just like, get me out of here. My body is a temple. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carrie, if you if you don't get in the series, will you still do like will, will this still be the staple of your your uh, calendar next year? The series, absolutely, absolutely not. Will we still okay. see you at the expos, just smoking a smoking a dart behind the bike flights tent, <laughs> just talking about how you can somebody? Just in, not behind it, just in the bike flights tent. <laughs> yeah. When no, I was I'm at not. the when I was at the ignition tent, and Dylan showed up for one hour, he said, "I'm leaving in an hour." At three, <clears> he said, "At three o'clock, I'm leaving." And he stood up at like two. My watch literally said two, like two fifty nine forty five. And he stood there, and as soon as my watch hit three, he's like, "All right, I'm out." <laughs> really? And and somewhere in there, he also looked at me and said, "You're going to be slower tomorrow because you spent all day at the expo, just straight up." And I was like, "Dude, it's not going to matter." <laughs> I mean, no one cares too much. It's not going to matter. I'm going to take myself out at mile ten, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Is that exactly. <laughs> No, I thought the ignition tent really went well. You think so, Tyler? We had people there all day. I mean, I think I was thinking like, oh, we'll chill out, hand out some stuff. I'll sit in a chair half the day, but I'm I'm pretty sure I sat down. I was probably sitting down wait, for oh, like thirty wait, minutes. Who 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 won the max sprint between you and Dylan? Dylan didn't do it, but Connie Looser, Coney Coney Looser got me by two watts. Two watts. Why didn't Dude, he looks like it? a string bean? How'd you let him beat you? <laughs> I know. He got me by 10 watts. Um, the highest was, was two. from Jason Whittington. I think, the, I think, the, I think the, uh, the trainer had a max wattage of like 750 because all of us got like 
it was like 745, 747, and Coney was at 757. Like, I think you could, you like, you literally just couldn't put out more power than well, that. Sounds like training. 750 wasn't the, wasn't the uh, max then. Gosh, you guys are such sticklers. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point that I think the was trainer... Was this like 15 second a, power, 30, 30 second power? Or no, I just had max power on there. So like pedal for as long as you want, but whatever the max power was, that was your max power. So like, you, you guys couldn't you, do more than 750. You can only do 750. <laughs> Carrie, I didn't see you over at the tent trying to put out more than that. Dude, I didn't even know where Ignition was. As far as I was concerned, you weren't even at the venue. <laughs> He was eating cookies anyway. at the Lifetime Tent from the Mazda people. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, do you already submit your application? See what you're missing out on? You're missing on all this fun gravel stuff. Yeah, we didn't even talk like about racing. Fun, we should talk fun. about all the fun we have. Yeah, Scott, what are you going to do next year? That's what we're all wondering. Sit around, tire, <laughs> the light, play with dude. satchet straps. Are you going to race cross nats? You can stay with me. Uh, No. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> you can stay with me <clears throat> i don't even think i have a bike in case dizzle was the reason you didn't want to go you could stay with me as well yeah, i was gonna yeah. do it until you, now if i didn't stay with you that'd be rude so now i just can't go at all scott loves hanging out with my kid he would absolutely stay here just to hang out with andy yeah no your house is pretty nice but no i'm not no no way Wait, do you Fair live enough. in Louisville, Dizzle? Yeah, I'm like 10 minutes from the cross course. I did a course preview on Monday. Check oh, it out. Oh, cool. I won't. Although, okay. sketchiest Although cross half course the, ever. Half the course was um, was was not cut. You remember last year how we were on that hillside over by the mansion? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they had the like Stonehenge steps. This year, they're like, oh, we're going to use this even more. And so you go up and down that part three times. Just straight down, straight up, straight down, straight up. Nice. It's going to be like even harder than it was last time. Nice. Carrie, get your excuses ready because it's not going to yeah. be a, a bike riding contest. And what do you mean? Pic- you got to turn on every single one of those downhills. <laughs> yeah, basically like you were, turn. Weren't you bitching last time how it was a running contest, not a not a bike riding contest? <laughs> he was. Yeah, because we only got to pedal our bikes for like three minutes of the lap. Like, what is that? Yeah, that's called a cross, dude. You should find a different discipline. No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't live in Europe. That is not cycle cross. <laughs> I bet you were the one complaining about them needing to move the stakes because you couldn't ride your bike, huh? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Who won when it was in Louisville last time? Steven. Hyde. Steven. Curtis okay. was second. Gage okay. Heck was third. Dizzle, fourth. <clears throat> Jay Powell <laughs> probably probably the highlight of my cyclocross career if gage had raced his correct age category the u23 category i would have landed on that podium this is just all about the uh transitive priorities all the people who i do all yeah yeah i factor out a lot yeah (laughs) and if if you take out this you take out all the people that didn't crash at big sugar you probably would have been top 10 yeah or flatted Did you uh, did you put that in your application? Did you factor out all the people that you had beaten previously in races? Oh my god! Did you years? put transitive property in your application? I, I thought about love that. I thought about making a uh, a YouTube video and it, it being like something like 
128 reasons why Lifetime should let me into the series. And 35 of the reasons would be that I've, I'm faster than all 35 of the, <laughs> all 35 of the athletes that are in the Lifetime series. Because if I did the transitive property enough, I'm sure I could figure out a way to beat Keegan, even through the transitive property. Like I beat Sep Cuss. I beat Sep Cuss at Collegiate Road Nats. So if I beat Sep Cuss and Sep Cuss has beat Keegan at a race, then I'm faster than Keegan. Um, and I was just going to do that, but I was going to do it for every single rider in the lifetime series. And that would be 35. That'd be 35 reasons right there. So then you still need like another 90. Yeah. I don't know what the other 93 would be, but it has to be some obnoxious number. So, oh, and then I was going to put like my FTP is like whatever. So that's 392 reasons right there. Well, a reason for every watt. (laughs) 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 There you go. Talk about how you're good at home DIY home improvement. Yeah, that's only one though. <laughs> that's only one. or no, I could just do every view from my reel. A 1.6 million views. That's 1.6 million reasons why they should let me in <laughs> for every video reel view. Anyways, <clears throat> Carrie, did you have any uh, bike issues at Big Sugar? Uh, just that crash, and but I just got back up and kept going. What was okay. your tire choice? I did the Maxxis Rambler Silk Shield 40s. With, 40s? Uh, and I did inserts as well. So you went with the um, the concept of if your tire is narrower, it takes up a smaller percentage of the road and therefore less likely to hit a rock? Um, well, no, I think I just like brought those and that's what I had, so that's what I ran. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <clears throat> I probably would have rather run 45s, but I didn't have Silk Shield in the 45s. Mm-hmm. Is that so like the be, extra protection? What is yeah, Silk that's like Shield? Bead, it's like bead-to-bead bead protection It's max, like for Maxxis. Okay. Um, actually, honestly, I probably would have run the Refuse with no inserts uh, going back to everything, or if I could redo everything. Why the because Refuse? Because of extra protection or... <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, so the Refuse has the, it's like Silk Shield Plus or whatever it's called. It's like the biggest, most protection. Okay. Uh, and it's bead to bead. There's like a layer of Kevlar in there. So that's what I wrote at Unbound. Um, and I just like, I mean, they seem pretty flat proof to me. And then like you can get, they're pretty like kind of a beast of a tire to wrestle around the course, but then you don't have to run inserts either. Um so, yeah, I mean, the trade-off is there's no, like, knob because it's a road slick, but it is... And they're uh, slow. Yeah, yeah, but they won't <laughs> flat. I guess, okay. I, was, I mean, I didn't flat, so it worked out well for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, that's, that seems like a pretty pretty good combo, the the Silk Shield Ramblers. I uh, I ran them pretty high. My, my idea was, like, to deflect rock rather than, like, cushion rock. Hmm. Like what I kind talked of to a guy who said he ran higher pressure because he anticipated punctures, and he thought that if he ran a higher pressure, that when he punctured, he would just end up at the right pressure because he would lose <laughs> some pressure from the punctures. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the right strategy, buddy. Yeah. Dude, that guy's been following your Dizzle Dillman math right there for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do people do this shit if they know they're going to puncture? Dude, that's a great question. There's people that come to the line, like, if you're on a specific tire, like, I mean, specialized, like, they're just like, yeah, I'm ready for it. I mean, people are fucking taping 
plugs to their chain stays and like just to have it as closely accessible to the tire as possible. How many different places can you put a plug? I've seen them on seat rails. I put mine on my stem because I learned that one. What I don't understand why why do they why do people tape them to their cables or their brake housing and, and whatever? That yeah, seems like a bad that. place to put it. Yeah, it seems like a bad place when there's so many solid places. Yeah, but I saw Lexi. He had two of them plugged. He had two plugs right on his seat stays, like right next to the tire. So all he had to do was move it an inch to put it in. Yeah. Why not just tape it to your spokes? <laughs> that's that's next. <laughs> just tape it to the sidewall of the tire. There you go. Yeah. And it's right there. How many, yeah. um, how many taped on plugs ready to go did you have on your bike, Carrie? I didn't have any. I just had them in my pocket. Okay. I had one ready to go on my stem, and then I had the rest of them in my pocket. Yeah. I have the dart, so that has like a – like you can't really tape it because it has yeah. like a weird thing. Right. Yeah, it's like a big tube. Yeah. I got you. So if I do what, the uh, thing, do, do I have to learn how to plug shit? No. I still no, – I've, I've never you done a plug, just, uh, so I, I still don't know how to – I've watched a video on how to plug, but I've never actually done it in a race. So I probably, I think I've only plugged a tire once ever. So I'm just, it's going to be a very, it's going to be a learning experience when it does Have happen. Have you been successful? I just haven't done it. So I don't know. No, like in racing without knowing how to plug it. Yeah. I haven't flat. never gotten a flat. Oh. Well, so what <laughs> every episode, every episode so far, Dylan has just been dogging my tires and I haven't flatted once. So I'm like, whatever. Dude, Honestly, I don't know how many how people flat so often. I, I've, I've never flatted in a gravel race. I think a lot yeah. of it is, is, is like, I mean, like I think sometimes you do get unlucky. You're in the group and you just fucking yeah, smash a something. rock that yeah. just didn't, you didn't see, but yeah, I think I think a lot of times it's just that like people don't know how to unweight their bike and ride loose, and mm. so like sure. it's just yeah. it's just happening because they're just kind of like a bull in a china shop, you know? Yeah, I mean yeah, you every... have to like consciously try to not flat sometimes. Like if you know you're in a chunky section, like don't don't just like ride through it like as if like you're on a freaking mountain bike. Like you got to try to not flat. Yeah, I don't think people do that. Hmm. Huh. Whatever. Yeah, no, every single downhill at Big Sugar, I was, like, out of the saddle, like, super cush with my, like, elbows and knees, like... Tightest butthole possible. <laughs> if Dylan was going to beat me, I was at least going to get to the finish line with zero flats so I could, you know, say something. Yeah, how did you guys, how did you guys find that your technical skills transferred over? Well, because it would kind of know, but... Uh, I mean, did you find like, I, I, cause I remember talking to Carrie ahead of the race and I was like, just trying to pump him up a little bit. Cause he was sad about having to run Max's mm. tires and, oh. uh, <laughs> it's not true, but yeah, I mean like there was some, I heard there was some real sketchy downhills, some, some loose stuff along the way. Dude, Tobin, what Tobin ran Max's tires. He just ran Max's mountain bike tires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also ran a little too hot from the start. So <laughs> Got in over his head. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's because he was running Max's mountain bike tires. Is that like his MO to just go really hard at the beginning and then just completely detonate? Like, is that just what he does? Got to test that one sometimes. Got to fuck around and find out, you know, if you're always just like. (laughs) Fair enough. Anchoring in the back. Like, what do you, like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I guess I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, go back to your question, Tyler. You're talking about skills or something? Yeah, I was just yeah, trying to see what what uh, Carrie and Dizzle's impressions were of the uh, the old downhills. I was actually impressed. Like I thought, everybody in the front group was riding the downhills pretty well. I mean, like I felt like gaps were <clears throat> opening, but I don't know. It just it didn't seem like it seemed like the gaps that were opening weren't like I don't know weren't like huge. Like there weren't huge discrepancies. There were definitely some discrepancies in people's ability to ride fast downhill, but it wasn't like, yeah, I don't know. Did you feel the same way, Dizzle? I mean, I wasn't in the lead group, so I was very uh, glad I pre-rode the middle part of the course that Tyler didn't tell me to (laughs) pre-ride because that was like a couple of those downhills were sketchy after Pineville. That's what I pre-rode two days before. And like there were two downhills that were like real steep and then they start turning and they're off camber yeah so like it'd be super easy to like just you know like kind of let go of the brakes and pick up momentum and then you start to turn and you're like oh crap i'm going too fast and you could definitely like yeah feel like you could lose your tires pretty quickly because of the off camber stuff but um so i was glad i pre-rode that stuff but i mean i was like i said i was super hesitant on the downhills like i was riding with this guy uh sparky who's like a former like all-star triathlete and he was gapping me on the downhills if that tells you anything oh dude don't why would you say like (laughs) but i was like i was either gonna lead on the downhills or let a gap open because i wanted to see the road like i just did not want to hit something like what you said i didn't want to just blindly follow the person in front of me right who was this guy that you were just talking about sparkadelli i don't know hit he goes by Sparky. St- st- star Starikowitz. Yep, Starikowitz. I was telling him I was from Dude, Louisville 31st. at the rave. It's pretty solid. I was telling him I was uh, I live in Louisville, and he just like nonchalantly was like, "Oh yeah, I won that Iron Man." <laughs> like, oh, shit! <laughs> you like you won the whole thing? He's like, "Yeah, in 2017, I won the whole thing." I'm like, "Damn, what are you doing?" Dude, he's here? 41. He's a uh, he's yeah. he's getting up there. Apparently he's a legend. Like he's one. He like he was a really good Iron Man athlete. Like the last wow. twenty years. But Dude, did whatever you, you didn't tell yourself, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Between him and another guy named Oakley, those two guys rode with me for probably sixty or so miles of like my chase back to the group. And oh, yeah, Oakley they helped out a little bit. But like every uphill, I'm like I just would go to the front and like pick up the pace but those guys stuck with me for a long time dude wait can we 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 haven't talked about this yet can we talk about the separate starts seems like that's kind of becoming a a new norm right so there was it it separate separate pros men start then a separate pro women start and then the amateur field right Mm -hmm. they've already should be i think they already announced that that's how they're going to do it at every lifetime event next year do you think they're going to instantly lose like 50% of participation because everyone doesn't get to start with the pros anymore? When What races did that happen with at, though? They still get to start with the pros. Like, we had separate starts at Unbound, separate starts at Sea Otter. We had separate starts at... Uh, Crusher. Schwamigan, I'm pretty Schwamigan. sure. What about the Rad? Yeah, so, like, what I mean, you're, like... Like, do you mean there's only going to be 30 people on the line, or is it just, like, everybody in the pro race will start i think separate they, then i think they should just stay pro like leave it pro 
Yeah, because it would be pretty lame if they were like, hey, this is the only the Lifetime series yeah. start. Oh, we'll no, no. I don't think they're going to do that. No, I, I think it'll just be like the separate elite fields. Like yeah. what they and did this, like what they did at Big Sugar. Elite starts. Yeah. Yeah. Like why, like why does somebody that's not in an elite field like want to start with the elite field? You know what I mean? Like that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> to say they did? I don't care. They don't get to. Then they should register for the <laughs> This isn't a cookie ride or a fondo, you know, like if somebody really wants to start. I, no, I agree. I mean like with with the stakes being as high as they are, I exactly. we, we've talked about it all year that 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 should be a a necessity. And if somebody really wants to start in the elite field, they can go to the Ignition Coach Co website and under sign up now, they can get a coach and in 1 to 10 years from now, They'll be at the, they'll be at the they'll be in that elite field. Yeah, or they can just go to the to sign up for a coaching elite program. So, <laughs> I guess. yeah, yeah. If I if if I sign up, could you guys cut me a discount? Since guys, I didn't make any money in the lifetime this year, I'm kind of broke. If may I be able to get to 22nd in the lifetime Grand Prix next year? We could work that'd something be, out. That'd be an improvement. Yeah. There Are you go. affiliated with a coaching company right now? Like, do I coach or do I have a coach? I don't Both. know. Are you affiliated with a coaching company? I like, have a coach. It's First Endurance, I think. Forever Endurance. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, loosely affiliated. affiliated. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. He's loosely affiliated. Yeah. Okay. Can't remember the name of the coaching company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe Scott can coach you next year. Scott yeah, dude, he's McGill. got nothing going on. Yeah. Is Scott even here still? Yeah, I'm Scott just like shut his, his video off. <laughs> Um, hey guys, I might have to peace out like Scott as well because I got some important, super important stuff to do right now. Yeah, no worries, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're kind of just rambling. Move on for Carrie before uh, before he hops off. Cool. Well, great no. talk, guys. All right, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> cool, man. All right, I'll see you guys later. See you right, later, dude. My video is better than yours. Oh, see ya. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say that right before he got off. <laughs> So let me, let's see here. We did have some questions that came in, but some of them are like pretty specific to you and Dylan's rivalry. Oh, here we go. This is a fun one. This one's from Jordan. Jordan mm. says, it was fun meeting y'all at Big Sugar this, this past weekend. The friendly rivalry Sweet. between Dylan and Dizzle is fantastic. Did he say I friendly? Love that when I, yeah, it's yeah, maybe a little mischaracterized. <laughs> I love that when I asked who won between the two of you, Dizzle instantly deflects to the fact that the final placing doesn't really matter. It's all about whose power was higher. And I think I gotta, I gotta win somehow. Lot. Yeah, Dylan exactly. I gotta one. win somehow. We we may have to check the tapes on that one. Uh, keep up the great work in the podcast. Keep a smile on my face while logging endless solo zone two miles. And you sent a picture. Got a selfie with you guys at the finish. Sweet, nice. That's why I asked the other day in the group chat about the the Strava. I thought we were going to have like a Wout Van Aert versus Matty Mohoric. Oh yeah, uh, situation. The, I thought that was the perfect analogy because I am Wout Van Aert in that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, I did look at it, Dude, and Dizzle, you still last lost. week. Last week, Dylan, Dylan was calling you Tom Pidcock. Now he's calling you Wout Van Aert. Man, here, let yeah. me see if I can find this real quick. We'll just look at Strava moving time, right? Yeah, but yeah. that's like not a real like if I'm not in a group, it's like it's like you're always going to go slower when you're solo. Like, come on. Yeah, but you weren't solo. You just said you had 
two other guys pulling with you. No, pulling is is a loose term. They sat <laughs> behind me for ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, Drew, I like how you keep uh you keep all your competition uh kind of in the in the dark with your training because you didn't upload anything on Strava until July. So it looks like you like didn't train for six straight months. <laughs> well, I didn't train for all of June because I had a broken he's wrist. So, he's so <laughs> but fresh. I also right now. like went through this whole like. For like a year, I think for like a year or two, I just wasn't on Strava because I'm like, ah, it's too stressful and whatever. But uh, I don't know. I hate social media. Strava so like, why would I have stressful? Why would I have more social media if I don't need it? And Strava for like for has always just been like, why do I need Strava? But Drew, your moving time I guess was five oh eight. Dylan's was five oh four. That's not really helping your cause there. Yeah, I know, but it does look like you probably stopped for about four. two minutes though. Yeah. Like I said, dude, everybody knows that riding in a group, you can go so much faster in a group than solo. Way faster than four minutes. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, we were trying to give you a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Like the perfect example is like any road race or crit you do, like nobody solos off the front. Like that only happens like rarely. Dude, what place did you get? 24th. 24th. There you are. It throws me off because it's Andrew Dillman. I'm always looking for Drew. Yeah, I know. Some people call me. Yeah, so, really so you weird. finished six minutes behind Dylan, but really it was, you know, four minutes of moving time. So and really, a little, like, bump there. really like four minutes ahead of him, because if I had been in the group, I would have been going faster. Sure. I can't and give you numbers. I can't give you math. Uh, I don't you know that kind of math. I just know that everybody knows riding in a group is faster than riding solo. Like, no brainer. Come on. Drew, do you want to talk about BWR a little bit? Mexico? Well, here. We, we yeah, got dude. a question from Superfan Dan. Because I did, I did beat Stetna in the sprint. <laughs> and then he, then he's like, oh, who was that guy? And then he saw that I was signed up for Mexico. He's like, well, I got to go to Mexico and show this kid who's boss. All right. Let, let, me, read, on. let me read Dan, Dan's question here. Uh, oh. BWR race promoters Monuments of Gravel switched up their series for next year, condensing it to three events in the spring. In 2022, it was a triple... Yeah crown uh five with five events to choose from seven lifetime grand prix athletes participate in the series in 2023 as a quadruple crown with seven events to choose from only five lifetime grand prix athletes participated and stetna and Wurtz didn't even defend their series podiums my question is with sea otter on april 21st 2024 what do you think lifetime grand prix athletes appetite will be for a spring 2024 unroad series Will they be able to convince more than five to seven male lifetime Grand Prix athletes to do the series? What are your hesitations for personally doing the series? Potential burnout at the end of the season, uh, super stacked level of competition, etc. Uh, and then he gives us some stats on lifetime Grand Prix participation uh, by each of the different BWR races for 2023 and 2024. So, but by, by far, BWR California is the most attended. Yeah, uh, by lifetime athletes, but but actually, BWR Arizona was a pretty close second. Uh, they they got fifteen lifetime Grand Prix athletes at BWR Arizona, which makes sense because it's kind of a preseason race. But they all live uh, in Arizona, so anyways. Fifteen Arizona, thirteen in California. So actually, in twenty twenty three, it was more in Arizona. Uh, one in BC, three in North Carolina, two in Utah. There wasn't a Michigan race, and then five at Kansas. So definitely waned after after California. Uh, 
yeah, let's, I guess, I don't know, Dizzle, if you get into the Lifetime Grand Prix, I mean, are you still going to try and do some of the BWR races? Yeah. Um, if you win, if you of- win the quadruple crown, will you feel obligated to come back and defend your title? No. Um, <laughs> well, all three of those races are all, um, like all like four weeks apart, like March 2nd, April 6th, April 28th. Um, and so you only got to be peaked for a month then. And all three of them are <laughs> out West, which means I'd have I'll to fly you. to all three of them. Um, dude, isn't it like in March second is real early to, to like if, like, if I go Utah to Utah one, like couldn't there yeah. still be snow there? Yeah, if I go to Arizona or Utah, both of those would be to me training races because I'm still gonna be like base base <clears> mode. So like, do I really want to? Do I really want to spend that much money to go out there to not get to not be like I don't know. Like I could have a decent race, like even if I am in the base season. But do I really want to spend that much money if I know that I'm not going to be like race ready? But California, I'll absolutely be at California. I mean, I'm definitely going to consider going and doing all three of them. Because um, like, who like may, if it works out, maybe I could go out to Arizona and Utah for a whole week and like use it as training and just get a whole week of training in while I'm out there or something. Oh, you are know? they? Are they? They're only a week apart. <clears throat> No, no, no. They're like a month apart, but like maybe I go out for each one and I stay out. Like Ooh. if I went to Arizona, maybe I go out a week early and gotcha. train for, cause like training in, training in Kentucky at the end of February is going to suck. So like maybe I'll just want to mm. go to Arizona for two weeks or something. And then I just gotcha. finish that off with the race. You know, if it works out, then that's what I would do for sure. Uh, are they making it where you have to do all three races basically? Yeah. It's just those three races. Yeah. I think and they're still doing all the other races, but just these three are for the, like the uh, the overall thing. Do you think they're doing like a spring classics series? Then they're going to do like a summer or fall series. I don't know. I mean, I think what they're trying to do is just to get more of the high caliber racers to do them because obviously, like we just said, Arizona and California were their two highest attended races, and those were the first two. So, like. They're just thinking maybe if they do their races earlier in the year, they can get more people to come. Because, like, all of their later races were smaller attendance. What, what is the incentive to do the whole series? Like, what what is the prize purse? Do you know? I don't think it's a huge prize purse. I don't know what it is exactly. I'll let you know in Mexico. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think it might be 10K. I think it might be 10K for the overall. I'm pretty sure. 10K to the winner? No, no, no. 10K for... I don't even know how deep it goes. Maybe 10, 10K for the top five? I don't mm. know. Tyler's probably well, looking it up right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, I have the website pulled up, but I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 10K. That, like, I, I get lumping them together. Mm. Yeah, no, never mind. In it's the way that they're doing 25, it. But. It's 25K uh, okay. shared among the top five men and women. So 12.5K split between, you got 12.5K for the, Men and twelve and a half k for the women. So like, winner might get winner might get five k. Is that right? Could be. Dang, if it's five k, holy crap! That's like gonna change my whole. That's like a lot of money. (laughs) I was thinking it was like a thousand dollars. Why aren't more people doing this? (laughs) Even with Stetna going to Mexico, he can't he can't be in the overall because he wasn't at Kansas. You have to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've talked about before, like the the. The prize money is one thing, um, but also the sponsor opportunities is another. Like that's that's really what Lifetime Grand Prix has has opened up is a lot of 
a lot of sponsorship opportunities for the athletes that are selected for yeah. better or worse. Um, I really like the Belgian waffle rides, like the style of racing it is where it's, it's for sure. like Kansas was yeah. amazing. Like it suited me so well. Like it's a lot of smooth gravel. Like you don't have to worry about flats, but then there's like these off-road sections where like being a cyclocross racer is like absolutely like the bomb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like obviously like king of dirt, Kansas. Um, <laughs> um, but like California is the same way. Like I just like that style of racing. Whereas like the big sugar didn't have any of that off-road. There was nothing about big sugar other than like some sketchy downhills that, but that's not technical. That's just sketchy. You know, like mm, yeah. there wasn't any technical parts of Big Sugar where you right. where being a bike handler was an advantage. You're not you're not gonna gain anything by being a good bike handler other than hopefully not crashing, which obviously didn't work out in your favor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's different. Uh, you know, like riding my bike through the woods on trail versus riding through loose gravel are two different skill sets. Yeah. And I have a lot of the skill set of riding my bike through the woods through turns. I did, and stuff I did like, like that. how, and, and I mean this genuinely, I did like how they threw in the only like off road <laughs> sector in the last mile. Yeah. But that was even just a reroute. That was just because we couldn't use the bike path, I think. Oh, so I think you could, have used, you could have used the bike path, but it would have just been like, it would have been dangerous because it, it is pretty yeah. It was dangerous last year. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah it was like pretty open narrow, to the public and sure. it was it was like two bike lengths wide and yeah yeah and people don't know that there's a race going on and they walk on that trail all the time yeah, and, and it's, it's a pretty like, decisive yeah. part of the race too it's like the last uphill i yeah. think the, the good things about these bwr events that that i think some of the lifetime people like dylan miss out on is uh like adam roberge said this to me after kansas is like he could go to leadville and spend a month in leadville acclimating and focusing on that one race or he could go do three races that he could maybe win that aren't as big as leadville but his sponsors love that like him winning races yeah i, mean, I think that's um, going to be the big the big difference right and they're going to start to sort of separate in terms of bwr versus a lifetime grand prix because i think if you look at the list of events currently that are in the in the lifetime grand prix there's like three of them that aren't at altitude you know, and then you have BWR, which are all what not altitude races. Maybe Utah mm-hmm. is like the only altitude race that's in that's in BWR, and it's even it's not at mm-hmm. high altitude. So I think I don't know. I'd be interested to see if athletes start to diverge in terms of the types of you know, depending on what they prefer. You know, right? I don't know. I could see. Yeah, <clears throat> I could see the. I could see BWR. I feel like. I feel like they could be the the super prestige to the lifetime Grand Prix World Cup, um, you know, in that like people the the super prestige has the has the payout has the you know it might not have the the what people might assume as like the glitz and the glamour of the World Cup, but at the same time like it's perfectly fine and people can target you know an entire BWR series as opposed to yeah dude like, like you said like Tyler, going to altitude. <laughs> When uh, when yeah. we were kind of chatting throughout the day on uh, on Saturday when you were doing your live coverage, you mentioned mm-hmm. you said something like, "Do we should go to we should go to these we should go to all the races next year and do like the excess lifetime Grand Prix." So like basically do like the half distance for all of the <laughs> lifetime Grand Prix events. And at first I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that'd be sick! Like that'd actually be pretty fun to like 
to like create our own lifetime Grand Prix, but out of the excess gravel. But then I was <laughs> you like, guys can "Come hang out at the ignition tent." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it'd be fun because like we'd all get to be in the same place, you know, unless Dylan and yeah. Drew don't get in. Um, but if I had like if I was going to pick a whole series of races to go to, I honestly would probably rather go to BWR races. Like I, I do think those yeah. those yeah. style of events are super fun. Yeah, we'll just not go to those. Yeah, ones that's either. what like, I would pick. Like other random events, too. like. If you're out there and you're a listener and you want us to come to your sick event, like it'd be, it'd be cool to just go to like <laughs> events that like, I don't know, not that no one's heard of, but like, you know, smaller events that aren't part of either of these two big prominent series. Like you've talked about rule yeah, of three sure. would be sick to go to, to like get everyone down there. Um, honestly, I feel like rule of three would be really cool because there's the whole gear selection component of that race where it's like, which bike setup is going to be best. And that's kind of like something that people, yeah. uh, correlate us with um, they come to the podcast yeah but it i i do think it'd be fun and, and tyler we're, we're gonna catch up maybe after this to try and brainstorm some stuff for the podcast in the future but i do think it'd be fun for us to plan like you know a couple events next year that we can all go to and do some live stuff and i don't know just yeah just bring bring the whole crew together big sugar would have been perfect yeah, this dude. year but i couldn't make it yeah yeah, yeah i think totally about that it was really cool that. just how many people came up either at the ignition tent or, uh, you know, after after the race, people were watching, following along with the live coverage and such. I mean, mm-hmm. I got just for me personally, I'm sure it's, you know, on the same scale for for you guys and for Dylan that people are just like into the podcast. It was really cool just, to, you know. Oh, you guy, you guys are the idiots that we listen to regularly, like on our long road <laughs> <Yeah>. trips. <laughs> dude, honestly, and, um, it still Dylan, like blows my mind when people come up to me and they're like, "Oh, dude, love the podcast so much." Because I'm like, "Yeah, really? like, <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious." <laughs> I had somebody come up to me after the race and was like, "Are you Tyler?" Because he like heard me talking, and so like I think his brain got. He was like. That voice sounds familiar. He just correlated it to the wrong person. He's yeah. like, are you yeah. Tyler from the podcast? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not Tyler. But then I was like, but I am on the podcast. Like, <laughs> it's Dizzle. And he's like, oh, Dizzle my Nizzle. He's like, <laughs> he got all excited. Yeah. I was like, Tyler's yeah. right there. And we were all three standing there. He was like stoked. Yeah, yeah. it'd be super, I, it'd just be super fun, like you said, Adam, to, to go to some races. It doesn't have to be, I mean... Like, it doesn't have to be like high altitude or anything like that, but just finding some events to preferably not to get out there. Not high, preferably yeah. not. Maybe you meant high profile. This is the first. This is the first year. Like last year, I had a couple people come up to me and say, "Like, oh, I like your videos and stuff like that on YouTube." But this year, at every single event, like even the cross races, the local races, I've had at least one person come up to me and say they love the podcast. Every yeah. single event I've done. Yeah. I've never had it like that consistent to where like no matter what race I go on what kind of terrain, people are like there and they, I don't know, they know who I am, which is really weird. Yeah. So just write in and let us know what uh, what events you want us to be at next year. Yeah, be sick. We could do and some we'll live, live recordings, of them. some meet and greets. Hop in and Dylan will match the excess grab. Dylan is Dylan is committed to his fifteenth. I know. I mean, that, 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 that's the thing is we we, we we would probably have to follow the lifetime grant. Oh, you know, maybe Dylan's not going to get in, dude. He was sixteenth this year, dude. They don't want that kind of chump change back in the <laughs> yeah. race. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, there's so many people that just pick any semi elite bike racer and they can fit into the sixteenth <laughs> <Yeah>. place. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> 
Continuing on with, with going back to Dan's question. Also, an update on the quadruple crown of gravel. Dizzle is now tied for third in the series. Uh, though Roberge oh. did four races, the Arizona one did not go well due to a mechanical. So he has upside of 30 points. I don't know what that means. Uh, Dizzle could shoot to 84 points if you win. And Ian Lopez, who probably will, who will probably go to BWR Mexico, can go up to 81 as well. Can Dizzle win the quadruple? Will anyone else from the list below go to Mexico to challenge Dizzle? Uh, so then he puts the list. Brandon Johnston. So I just need to make sure I beat 80 points, but he's not going. So I don't really know who he is. Brandon Johnston? No, no, no. Ian. Oh, Lopez. Ian Lopez? I should look him up. Uh, I'll look him he's up a young right kid now. from California. He's, he's super solid. I'll do some Instagram stalking. Uh, let's see. I, I think I saw him on the results. Did he? Yeah, he was 12th at Big Sugar. Whoa. Yeah, he's solid. That's legit. Yeah. Oh, that guy. So, so yeah, so Dizzle, so you've got 54 points. In front of you is Griffin Easter, Roberge, and Brennan Johnston. So it sounds like Roberge is going to go to Mexico? <clears throat> no. No, no, no. I highly doubt it. Uh, okay. He didn't even finish Big Sugar, and he was gone by the time we got back to the house. Like, had wow. already found a flight and left before Dude, we even he got was- back. He's on his way to go heat train. Yeah, he's got to go train to get acclimated. acclimated. Yeah. No, I think he's cra- I think he's cracked. I think um, he cracked hard at the end of the year. So you've got yeah, I mean you still that, ha- you still have to get 27 points to beat Brennan Johnston. No, Johnston's only done 3 races, so he's out. Oh, so he's already you, out. You have to do you have to do 4 oh, races. Oh, so you just need 12 points to beat Adam Roberge. Is Adam Roberge ahead of me by 12 points? Uh, he's ahead of you by 11. Then, yep, that's what I need to do. And beat Stetnet just because I, I need to do that. And uh, you got to beat Ian Lopez. Or you, you have to not lose to Ian Lopez by more than two spots. Okay. Because he's three three spots behind you. Yeah, that's important. Uh, yeah, so, honestly, it. like that could be a pretty tight battle between you two. If, <clears> if Ian goes, yeah. Right. Yeah, he dude, had a really good ride. Dude, what, if, place what if Pete Stetna beats you? And because of that, you only get 11 points. How pissed would you be? Well, if we're in first and second, it's like 30 points and 27 points, I think. <laughs> sure. I guess that's, I don't know. I don't know what to expect, honestly. Dude, like, it could be crazy. Why is Stetna even going? To, There's to, no races between now yeah, and then. Do you think he's, he's really he, going to train for it? Or do you think he's to, to hang out with Shimano, just doing it? Uh, De Mexico. That's what they said. Like, how serious do you think he's gonna take it though like you think he's gonna be strong or do you think he's just going down Dude, there it's only what a month from now he know, can man. sit on the couch for a month and probably still be solid wife still me. wax you is that what you're gonna say is that what you're <laughs> well, gonna i wasn't say? gonna quite go there but sure <laughs> you were gonna say that because i'm training for cross nets so i like i know i'm gonna be pretty fit what what like, kind of what that, kind of racing is it do you, do you know like is it is it a ton of climbing is there sketchy descents how how no much idea. how early are you going to do recon I'm going to get there that Wednesday, so I should be able to ride the whole course. In race, what's Saturday? Yeah. Is the family going? Nah, I think CJ's going to go up to Michigan and hang out with her family. It's Thanksgiving week, so wow. I'm missing Thanksgiving with the fam. But What a sacrifice. Hey, yep, she understands. She's, uh, she's well aware of the prize purse. <laughs> you weren't even aware of the prize purse. <laughs> 
<laughs> he texted her. He probably just texted her. All I know, all I know is that if I go... Five Gs in a couple weeks. All I know is that if I go, it's very likely that it'll be worth worthwhile it'll be a worthwhile investment so at the very at the like very worst case scenario you end up fifth second no fourth probably fourth yeah yeah that's worst case is that is that within the money like do you know do they pay five deep yeah they said top five sick yeah do we know what the money is you guys say that yeah, yeah, it's twenty five k split between the men and women, so twelve and a half k. Twelve and a half k to the mm. top five. Yeah, five deep. So, what do you mm. think? Like, it's got to be something like four or five k to the winner, right? That's a pretty legit. Probably. Uh, I've never won that much money. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I've ever won that much money in a whole season. Dude, Adam Roberge won three grand at Nepomuk the last two years. You should come to Nepomuk. Nepomuk. Hey. Yeah. The Nipomuk Narlin. Yeah, and I'm obviously faster than Roberge, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure Roberge has been feeling it the last two weeks. I don't think I'm faster than he is. The last on a normal good day. While of weeks. Yeah. All right, I should probably roll. Okay. Sick. Nope. Perfect Sweet. time. Maybe. You want right. to say bye-bye? <laughs> you want to say bye-bye to the podcast? Say, what's up, buds? No, no, you have to say something. You can't just wave your hand. No, 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 don't touch it. Don't touch it. Say bye bye. Say bye bye. All right. We're, I think, we're, all right. We're good enough. Bye bye. <laughs> bye, Andy. Bye bye. Andy's. See ya. There you go. Can I trust my coach? That's a good question, and we believe that you should totally be asking that question if you're working with a coach. And when it comes to the coaches at Ignition Coach Co., I like to say the proof is in the pudding. Every single one of our coaches has high levels of racing experience. Or in other words, our coaches are fast. And if they're fast, then they can make you fast too. I mean, come on, who do you want to be your coach? The guy with a clipboard on the sidelines or the guy with his hands in the air crossing the finish line. I don't know about you, but I'm going with the winner. Sign up for coaching today at ignitioncoachco.com.